taxes can become optional. You don't get sucked into the typical formula. Well, you need to do a 401k and you need to maximize that. And I'm not here to scare any of you, but I will tell you, I've seen more volume in this IRS enforcement activity this year than I have seen in the last 13 years. Taking that 50%, putting an investment, when you add up the numbers, it's millions and millions of dollars. This enforcement activity to chase after the millionaires, but what's gonna end up inadvertently happening is it's gonna chase after a lot of self-employed folks, a lot of small business owners, a lot of advisors like you and I. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. You know, they say there's two types of tax systems, those for the informed and those for the uninformed. It's kind of like we talk about with healthcare, um, having the older broker and the newer type. So today we've got a gentleman that's speaking at a high stakes advising, going to be talking about tax strategy, how to keep the money in your pocket. So many different ways, learned a ton from them. Uh, I'm not going to go over our strategy today, but at the event, we're going to release a phenomenal strategy to save me multiple six figures in taxes. Um, today, we're going to dab a little bit about it. Um, and uh, my friend from the cash flow doctor, Eric, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to uh, share some strategies and some conversation with your, your community here. Yeah, you know, Eric, it's like, you know, until you start, you get past, you start a brokerage business and you're in the, you know, the accounting business that's yeah. very similar to ours. So guys that are listening, you know, when we spoke at the first high stakes rising, I said, you know, there's the older broker and then there's the, you know, the consultant, the strategist. And it's the same thing from the accounting world, the old historians and tax strategists, which Eric is. And as you start to make more money, you're investing at your company. But then all of a sudden you get to the point and go, oh, wait, I got some money on the side here. Wow, they're clobbered me. I got to start doing something about it. it becomes your number one expense. And so that's when you want to look out for somebody, Eric. And, um, you know, we had engaged earlier about a year ago or so. And, uh, you know, within a few minutes, right. Which I love about Eric is, you know, Eric, we talk about charging people consulting free, no free quoting, right. Insurance brokers go out there and they quote for free and say, give me the business. And we taught them charge a consulting fee for your advice. Now, Eric said, Hey, look, it's a fee. And then I'll tell you what to do. And I guarantee, Craig, this sound familiar? I guarantee you 2x savings or the money back, right? Exactly what we taught everybody. You have nothing to lose, right? Makes sense. And so, yeah, no, no brainer here. And so, you know, today, let, let's talk about a little bit about the current market, what's going on. We've got entrepreneurs that are newer in the business, ones that are going to start making money. Let's just start with the climate. I know they had the whole IRS thing going. What's going on it? from people being worried of the auditing world? What Because that's on my mind, too, is what do I got to worry about and be careful about in this this whole domain of uh, what's going on with auditing and the IRS? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's this is kind of unprecedented right now. I've been in the uh, tax advisory space for over 13 years now, and you might have heard or you might have seen Congress and Senate passing bills and talking about increasing budgets for the IRS and 10,000 new agents and armed agents and all these things. And I'm not here to scare any of you, but I will tell you um, the number of audits that I've seen come through from the IRS and surprising ones too, even where um, prospective clients or folks have the IRS coming to their door, 
I've seen more volume in this IRS enforcement activity this year than I have seen in the last 13 years. So it's really important for, for many of you, you know, I was, I was an insurance broker in the past before I got into the tax and accounting space. So I get it, you know, like many of you are out there working as advisors to your clients, maybe making great commissions. And you're sitting here, just like what John was saying, you're looking at your end of year tax return and saying, why am I getting clobbered so much? And then, so you start asking, you know, your tax advisor, if they could be more creative with deductions, but at the same time too, there is this concern of, Hey, you know, if we get a little bit too into the gray area, what are my concerns with being audited? Right? So the IRS as as you might be seeing is really stepping up enforcement activity. And like I said, I've been in this space for 13 years. I've seen more enforcement activity just in the last six months than I've seen in the 13 years I've been in business, which is kind of crazy. And what is it? And what, you know, what are they just, they're just deciding they want to come after people or it's, um, why are they going, why are you seeing it? Like, well, you know, I know they, they tried to pass 80,000 agents, which is mind blowing, but they got thrown out. So like, what, what is it? What, what are we worried about or what are they seeing? They're just trying to find more money because they can't figure out how to manage $30 trillion. So let's just tax yeah. them more. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, and I love to, to share with all of my uh, clients and your community too, I'm politically agnostic. I don't really care what political party is in office. At the end of the day, we all know that government is inefficient and we're paying a lot in taxes as consumers. And we all know that because of the, uh, the different stimulus bills and the COVID provisions, the government is in a lot of debt, and the only way to collect and balance their budget is by increasing taxes. So inadvertently, what ends up happening is, you know, folks in Congress and politics are always like, oh, we're going to chase the millionaires and the billionaires for the taxes. But what a lot of people don't realize is there's this one tax code called alternative minimum tax back in the 70s. And when they passed it, Congress passed it to try to chase after five or six uber wealthy people that was just evading taxes but they never adjusted for inflation. Now AMT ensnares many Americans, many upper middle-class Americans that are making $200,000 per year, $150,000 a year, far from being a millionaire by this, by this part of the tax code. So we're seeing that happen now. You know, they, they increased the, this, this enforcement activity to chase after the millionaires, but what's going to end up inadvertently happening is it's going to chase after a lot of self-employed folks, a lot of small business owners, a lot of advisors like you and I, and that's why it makes it really important to, number one, have a solid tax strategy put together for you. But number two, the tax strategist or the tax advisor that you work with, the products or the, um, you know, the advice that they recommend to you that it's effectively audit proof, right? Where the IRS, when they look at it, they're like, you know what, this makes sense. This looks good to go. And the best thing you could ever get from an audit is an NC. NC stands for no change. The IRS audits it, looks at it, examines it, kind of like a proctology exam. They look at it and say, you know what? Actually, everything is on the up and up, and you're using the tax code exactly. NC, no change. And that's what we strive to do in our practice. Yeah, so so this is some of the stuff you're going to talk about at the event and go into detail on, because I think, look, as an entrepreneur, one of the benefits is, is, is deductions, right? And so... Bookkeeping, you have a firm handles bookkeeping, making sure that, you know, as I learn about taxes is classifying the deduction. So, you know, talk to me for a minute without going too much detail that you're going to release at the event of categorizing deductions. And 
you can tell them at the event how to do certain things to get more deductions. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a 40, 50% tax bracket or 55, like Craig, because he's in lovely California and you, you got to figure out how to get a deduction for everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. The biggest thing is many of us, we run businesses. Many of us run it out of our homes. Many of us, we have a lot of personal expenses that also coincide with their business expense. So what we strive to do is help our clients see and correlate or connect some of these expenses that before were not deductible and turn them into legitimately deductible expenses. You know, I have, you know, many clients that are like, hey, we go on our annual family vacation and we spend, let's say, five or six or $7,000 per year to go on these big end of year vacations. Can we do anything with it? And so normally what I would say is like, hey, what you should include and incorporate into that vacation is a work opportunity or a planning opportunity. Maybe go out and you're looking at real estate to invest in, or you're doing an end of year retreat where you're planning for the upcoming year. And then what you end up doing is you tail end, you begin and you end your trip with business planning activities and everything in the middle itself allows you to encompass a large chunk of that vacation, not all of it, but a large chunk of the vacation for deductions. So what we love doing is we don't like having our clients spend more money to get deductions because that's what a lot of advisors say. Oh, buy this truck. Oh, buy this this hardware, buy this stuff, invest in all these things that you may not need. That's kind of like a dog just chasing after its tail. What we love to do is look at what you're currently is currently spending and things that you might not have considered as a deduction and find legitimate ways to convert them into deductions, either by structuring those differently, documenting them in very specific ways that the IRS likes to see, or utilizing them in ways that are effectively business expenses. Got it. So let's go over to um, maybe the strategy side, right? You, You know, we talked about, you know, CPAs, and I've had a few and tax strategists. The great thing is you can obviously have more than one tax strategist. Um, but, you know, uh, what is it that we can do? Because some of the advisors are on here, um, maybe they're newer and they're getting, they're, they're starting to make money. It's all going back into business. They're not making that much money after deductions, putting it back into business, which is obviously usually the best investment. Then they get to a point where, okay, I've got some cash flow on the side and I got some money. And I want to make start investing in it. And then, oh, shit, wait, every dollar I make now, they're taking 50 cents. This sucks. What do I do here? And so talk to me a little about what you could talk about the event for income shifting strategies, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to tax strategies, I like saying that there's three pillars to success in your tax strategy. The three pillars are there's income shifting strategies. Number one, that's where you're shifting income from a high bracket to a low tax bracket. There's also time shifting strategies, that's number two, where we're delaying the payment of tax to some point in the future. And in the real estate world, you know, that's like like the qualified opportunity zone fund or the 1031 exchange or like 401ks and things like that. And what we really love doing is code related income shifting strategies. This is where we're using the exact code against the IRS to allow clients to potentially pay upwards of zero percent on their tax bracket, right? So what a lot of folks don't realize is there are opportunities to legitimately pay zero dollars in tax to the IRS 
and allow you at the same time too to invest in cash flowing and cash producing assets um, that are going to create generational wealth for you. And I mean, it's that's a home run when you could create, you know, take this capital that you have. We have a lot of clients that are making 300,000 to million to million plus per year. And you're like, hey, you know, Eric, we're only spending $200,000 per year on a lifestyle. We would love to put the rest of it to work, but we're paying 50, 50 cents on the dollar for every dollar we bring in. Is there a better way of doing it? You know, and a lot of folks are looking at like cash producing assets. What cash producing assets can we put into place that will create generational wealth, right? So what we do is we help clients structure that in a really intelligent way where they could get massive tax deductions up front on the purchase of these assets, which they normally wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't structured properly. So now they have this massive tax break where they're not paying, you know, they're paying minimal to no tax, but they're also creating an income stream for them and their families in the future, which is really cool. Yeah. So I think the point is, you know, not all income is equal and neither are investments. So just like brokers, John and I talked to you guys about, don't be sucked into all the usual bullshit, shiny object stuff every year, every year, because those distractions keep you from being successful. And so what we're going to discuss at the event is all investments are not equal. They have different impacts, especially on taxes. And so the consequence of that is if you get to the learning curve sooner rather than later, you'll find out that taxes can become optional, but you don't get sucked into the typical formula. Well, you need to do a 401k and you need to maximize that. Maybe, maybe not. Right. Right. So uh, you need to, be exposed to a different approach other than the standard ordinary stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, and and the the gonna, biggest thing gonna... too, oh, not to interrupt you, John, I know you're about to say yeah. something big. The biggest thing yeah. is, is you want to work with somebody that's proactive with your taxes. And like John was referring to earlier, most tax preparers, most tax professionals, most CPAs are historians. They're like the guy in the museum. They're showing you the T-Rex that they, they erected from scraping it out of the ground. And here's a T-Rex. That's what most tax professionals are. They're looking at history, reflecting history, showing the history to the IRS and go, going to you and filling out your forms and saying, hey, here's how much you owe. Now, as you are rather, regardless if you're just starting out or you're further along in your success journey than, than others, you want to have somebody that's proactive where they're looking out for you and saying, hey, I know in the next three to five years, this is what you're planning to do. So why don't we start setting you up for success now by putting these structures in place and looking at these deductions and setting up your accounting and all these things in place now so that way when you hit these metrics, these KPIs within a year, six months, two years, three years, you're set up for success rather than you get to the point a year down the road and you're like, wow, I had a really great year. And wait a second, how much do I need to pay to the IRS, right? When it comes to taxes, just like with, advising your clients with their insurance decisions, it's better to be proactive than reactive. Yeah. And, and I would say, one second here. I would say that, you know, that, that's great advice because, you know, at high stakes advising, what we're doing is bringing ideas and strategies to the table that, you know, I've learned people that we use things that I've learned along the way, you get the shortcut to the success because, I had to learn this all the way. I had to find Eric. I've joined masterminds. I met Eric through somebody in Craig's son's mastermind. 
friend, you know, you know, like I had to find these people. I mean, I had a guy that I thought was great in New Jersey and he worked for the IRS and he wasn't afraid of fighting the IRS and taking massive deductions. But later I find out that I should be, I shouldn't have been an LLC. I should have been an S corp and it cost me, you know, an extra 10 plus thousand, 7% on my income because he didn't tell him to be an S corp. It's like, well, you think the guy knew everything, but again, historian, um, in that avenue, but there's so much, I mean, I don't get too excited, but what we're going to release at the event, which is going to be amazing is, is you can take, you know, you can take your income, right? And remember, as you make more income, the top bracket is where they hit you. So we want to affect the top bracket. So fortunately on the deduction, anything that's a deduction is coming off the top. So let's say you're in their crazy tax bracket over there. I'm in about 40 because I have no state tax, but I could take my money, put it in investment, chase 10, 20% on the investment, right? And then get a deduction year one on that income. So I make 50% on my month, on the investment just by putting in. Yeah, you pay the taxes later, but you're going to kick it down the road and maybe never pay, which we'll talk about. So you got this effect of saving 50% of your money, taking that 50%, putting it in investment and compounding it over 20, 30 years. When you add up the numbers, it's millions and millions of dollars. It's absurd. If you don't implement these strategies, you're out of your mind. Um, but again, that's what we're going to talk about at the event. I'm not going to go in detail how to do it. But again, Eric had, had spoke to me and said, you know, we can take that investment and, you know, create some passive parts of your, your business. And so there's different ways to do it. You got to know how to do it, just like you, you and I, right? We're advised, you're an advisor, and we're thinking of ways to mitigate the claims, right? They have this total spend. How do we save money on the claims? Okay. It's the same thing from the tax standpoint. How do we save from the top down? It's just different strategies, different ideas. And in the tax world, um, laws change all the time. And so it's even more up to speed and upside down. So that's why I like younger people because they're into it. They got to learn. They got to write business just like you and I. Most of our clients, most of the guys like me, why I got into self-funding was I had to come up with an idea to lower healthcare costs. Or why would anybody do business with me when I'm new? They have brokers been in the business 20 years. They have a relationship. And so you have to have ideas. And so same thing with Eric trying to crack into the world of, you know, the tax world. You better have some ideas and some value. Or why would I want to do business with you? Now, he specifically works with entrepreneurs um, as well in our world. So. Again, I think we we told them enough. Again, what do you think from a total standpoint, can you help reduce? I know that's a loaded question, but um, lowering your total tax bracket and, and things like that now. Yeah, you know, like when it comes down to a lot of folks say, Eric, what's the right entity or what's the right tax strategy for me? You know, when they come up to me in an event, I'm like, you know, the answer is it depends. Depends on your situation, what your family's goals are, what your goals are and where you're looking to go you know, a company that is looking to have an exit and sell to uh, a private equity firm or an IPO is very different than a lifestyle business. But typically what we've found, you know, we work with a lot of clients from very different tax brackets. Some of the biggest celebrities in the world are our clients. You know, if you, you know, any of the big DJs out there, we do tax work for a lot of massive artists and DJs. Um, typically what we found is we've been able to help our clients reduce their tax rate by 20 to 30%, which is pretty substantial when you look at the amount of tax they're paid and those that are, that want to get a little bit more creative and where they invest their money, oftentimes we'd be able to, we've been able to show them ways to zero out their tax liabilities 
in terms of how they're actively investing. So there's, you know, at the end of the day, it always is, it depends. Your situation may be different, right? Your mileage may vary, but it typically we find substantial savings actively for clients on an, on a year to year basis. And those that are really interested in magnifying their wealth, we're often able to show them strategies and ways to, to minimize their tax close to near zero. Great. And, and I'll make a you know disclaimer. Those advisors out there that want cheap, they're using an accountant that they pay two grand, they pay four grand to file their taxes. Um, you're, you're buying tax strategy plus, you know, the filings on stuff. It's basically free because of the savings. But when you see the number front, it's not going to be cheap. So if you're in your head, I've spent two grand. I don't want to spend more. This ain't right for you. Continue paying high taxes yeah. and go down that path and, and chase the lowest number out there, like the employers that chase the, the lowest rate from fully insured every year. Okay, yeah, John, open up they, your mindset. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Those guys are doing TurboTax themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, when I hear people say that, I just do it on TurboTax, it's easy. I'm like, okay, you don't get it. That's fine. Yeah. You're not in that You're not in that world yet where you're paying the uh, taxes um, that uh, we're paying. But, Absolutely. Um, it's uh, it's a no brainer. It's just like employers that are thinking, I just nothing I can do about to fix my healthcare costs, and they're spending you know, hundred twenty thousand dollars on um, medications and going, I can't do anything. There's nothing I can do. I, I want to chase the best rebate I can get and the lowest script fee. Mm-hmm. Um, those are not the right brokers after the mindset. A lot of our listeners are not. They're self funded guys. This is a fit for you. Eric's going to give you the playbook, all the strategies. You want to do it, your guy, fine. You do it with him, great. If not, this is super relevant, right? Mortgage rates have gone skyrocketing compared to where they were, right? Which means that if you're a Schedule C where you're showing net income, I mean, you need to get smart about how to show a higher net income, right? That old thing of, uh, well, I don't pay any tax. I'm a Schedule C. You know, you can't qualify for anything either if you don't show any net income on a Schedule C. So right, uh, you need you, you need uh better ideas you need more knowledge so if you come you'll learn 100 100 uh any, anybody that wants to reach out to eric um he's going to be giving a special deal on his services for high stakes advising participants so eventually your ticket's going to be free your savings is going to be free if you go to the event you engage with eric those that don't um can't make it um kids whatever vacations the cashflowdoctor.com okay you can reach out to him uh, Margo, just put that into um, the chat right now for me. Check it out. Book a 15-minute call. Um, as always, you got nothing to lose and go from there. Uh, Eric, final thoughts here. I think my biggest final thought is, in, uh, again, like I've been in this space for 13 years now. We work with folks that are tremendously wealthy to, to folks that are just starting out with their businesses. It's really important, especially in today's environment where you do have this this negative rhetoric around entrepreneurs and people that are, let's perceive to be wealthy, it's really imperative that each and every one of your high stakes advisors start looking at your taxes on a proactive basis and start looking at the strategies that you're using and really assess, are these strategies right for you? And are they going to be strategies that are going to continue to save you money? Um, And if not, it may be time to invest and because this is a business investment this is a this is a huge investment with an ROI is it time to invest into a proactive tax strategist to help you number one reduce your risk of audit and number two reduce how much you pay in taxes to uncle sam 
Absolutely. I think it's a no brainer and it's free. Basically, it's just like us working with advisors, the money we save you, it's like guaranteed, I'll put my money at risk. So those that don't know, high stakes advising, check it out, virtualalliance.com, HSA 2023. Eric is going to be one of our great speakers and he's going to give you the playbook. So make sure you check it out. Purchase tickets. We got a flu left. We're uh, capping it at about 50 people and we'll go from there. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank thanks, you for sir. having me. All right, guys. See you next week. Same place, same time. Heads up advisor. <laughs>